0: Welcome boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to Socks on Tap. This isn't just a normal Socks on Tap. Well, it kind of is because we lost again. But more importantly, this is episode 100 of Socks on Tap and we are here after a 10 to 7 loss to the Minnesota, I'm sorry, the Minnesota Twins, the Atlanta Braves. I'm off the rails already. I don't give a shit. I'm pissed off. I wanted to do this for a win. Minnesota just rolled us and then now we just get, you know, rolled by Atlanta here. But I'm joined by a plethora of people i have tony marchese johnny nani and the returning i feel like this is where you know we should edit in some like um like wrestling theme music or something (laughs) you know what i'm saying but andrew kinsler is in the house for episode 100 all the guys here that have made this show possible and gotten up for the grind every single night guys how are we doing even
1: though we lost what's up boys buzz i wish we were talking about a win too but um it's good to have all four of us on uh andrew welcome back brother thank you guys yeah it is it is great to be back especially great to be
2: back for the 100th episode of socks on tap um when i think of 100 days i think of the 100 day event that you would celebrate back in like grade school uh you know you usually someone's parents would bring in you know like some cupcakes maybe some capri suns or whatever uh i don't think we have those tonight maybe we'll replace those with beer and pizza but uh either way great to be back with you guys
3: hey boys crack them for 100 episodes
2: cheers man cheers my friends
3: <sighs> i know so Nani's he's wanna... not he's not drinking yet though
2: that's he's still on the road to recovery r.i.p to the wisdom teeth yeah i'm not
0: gonna yeah. lie i just like i just looked in the corner. And I found a unopened Mountain Dew code red. And I don't know how long this has been there. But I'm very excited about this. I think Ant might have left this here, so I'm gonna crack this right now. I need some energy. I got a lot of candy in my stomach, so you know, get the sugar flowing here. Well, that's, okay. that's, just, yeah. just keep the sugar high going. Oh man, yeah, dude. I got fucking, fucking feeling like cornholio right now. I don't, they might make a fucking appearance here. I don't. I don't know. Lou, <laughs> I'm losing it, man. I'm, I'm losing the shit. And so, there goes the family
3: friendliness of socks on tap in the first two minutes. Oh, it's episode.
0: <laughs> it's episode 100. This has an E next to it. This is explicit <laughs> content there tonight. Go. There we go. But um, so we're here. 10-7 loss. Nova comes out, gets lit up in four innings. He lets up eight hits five runs four of them earned he walked to let up one dinger and uh you know just wasn't a great start bob and Not great bob it's been he's been you know pretty consistent lately but this atlanta braves team is no joke i mean they're 82 and 54 and this team is making a huge pusher their playoff team young and talented nani i want to start with you what did you see what did you like and what didn't you like
1: Um, Honestly, about the only thing I can say I liked was the uh, Wellington Castillo three-run bomb in the seventh inning uh, when he was pinch-hitting for the pitcher spot there. Um, That was probably about the only thing I liked because that gave us a little hope. That put it 6-5 at the time, um, and I just was not expecting it because it's Wellington Castillo, and he's batting like 199 on the season. So um, that's going to be the start and end of that. Uh, But other than that, what I didn't like, um, obviously the second inning where where the Braves uh, had – Four runs in that inning and of course three of them were by a former white Sox tyler flowers uh thank you very much um and <laughs> you know so what you, you talk, that's so white Sox. you talk about uh ivan nova uh having a having a rough go of it today well uh it could have gotten even worse uh he got out of a bases loaded jam in that inning after in the third uh started off the same way donaldson lead off walk um and then it, luckily he got uh, a, a pop-out by Ortega, and then Flowers this time did not hit a home run. He grounded into a 5-3 double play. So this could have been even more of a nightmare for Ivan Nova. Um, th- that is what I didn't like. And then, obviously, uh, just the Braves continuing to pile on uh, a lot of walks. You know, Aaron Bummer w- walking three, uh, That that's not a You know, typical of him and uh, came back and bit us in the ass so uh, that's what I did not like I'll hand it over to Tony
3: Um, you know Johnny you touched on a lot of things here Um, I'm going to go straight to the negatives and that's bullpen usage Um, we've had this theme bullpen A squad bullpen B squad you know this game from the get go outside of Wellington Castillo kind of getting you back into it momentarily look at the utilization here Jace Fry, Calvin Herrera, Aaron Bummer, Evan Marshall, Alex Calame. That is the full bullpen A squad used to capacity in what kind of was a blowout, in my opinion. You never had a lead. You were never really in this game, uh, so to speak, as far as, you know, even tied. You know, one one run's fine there. You know, you're kind of there, but... Why continue to trot some of these guys out? I understand that Kalame hadn't thrown in a while, but you just got your your best guys in the bullpen completely decimated right in the first game of this series. Now, I'm not saying that these guys are going to be completely, you know, unavailable for for a ball game tomorrow, but you would have liked to see the utilization be a little bit different here, in in my opinion. Um you know, situationally, you know, Ricky Renteria did get tossed during this game. So maybe that some of these weren't his calls. Maybe by the end it goes to Don Cooper. But you had to know that he laid the plan out early on with who he was going to use tonight. And you don't like to see the Sox just giving up this many runs. Not only not only is it the utilization, it's the performance of these guys. You know, Johnny, you just brought up Aaron Bummer. Uh, absolutely putrid performance from him tonight. Um, obviously, that's, that's not the norm for him. But this is a test this is a test game for these guys against a really formidable opponent in the Braves and you don't like seeing some of these guys getting touched up um, the, funny the only guy that didn't give up a hit was bummer but yet still gave up the two runs um, on those three walks just you know it's weird but it, not nobody looked good out of the pen tonight and that's been a strong point for the White Sox, especially when you look at some of these names throughout the course of the year. Andrew, I'll toss it over to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, those are all great points that you guys both mentioned. Um, One thing I would say is just, you know, other than that bomb by Wellington Castillo and, you know, a few runs in the top of the ninth there, we just didn't have a lot going for us at the plate here. So things I don't like, Johnny's boy, Larry Garcia, one for five (sighs) with – a big four K's and not even to mention that error in the ball that just got by him. Tim Anderson, Oh, for five, three strikeouts. You know, you, you, you just go down the list. Johan Mankata, Oh, for four, three strikeouts. It's just not what you like to see out of the guys that are going to be the big mashers. And I know that Max Fried is really good. And to be honest, I'm just pretty jealous of the Braves for how they have, these young stars just come up and immediately rake or just do well so i know that that's been a point that we've really harped on here in all of these episodes here with socks on tap on just how our our young guys don't come up and immediately produce i mean max freed he, he's already 15 and 4 on the year um you know he had 11 strikeouts today to only one walk only gave up four hits i mean he looks like a guy that you would feel very comfortable with him in a playoff game and not only to mention that coming into this game he had a higher batting average this season than the players that we had put in the in the dh spot this season so not only am i jealous of his pitching and he's not on the white Sox, heck put him in at dh and you know maybe we'll get some (laughs) maybe we'll get some like better production than what we've been getting out of our guys this season.
0: Yeah. It's been unbelievable. (laughs) 15 strikeouts, man. Johnny, did not we just talk about this the other night? Yep. I mean, the same exact thing. I think it was two socks on taps ago. We just talked about like how we can't have our stars, you know, striking out like this and we need them to be effective to have a chance in these ball games. And they come out to just absolutely horrible and there's 15 collective strikeouts for the Atlanta Braves pitching staff. Cannot happen. It's ridiculous, but I digress. What? what I mean, what are you going to do about it at this point in time? I, I just I, I feel like we're striking out a lot more, and it's just driving me crazy.
3: Here's a
1: strikeout, and we don't get on base. We're only right. two walks to Atlanta, six. Here's right. an interesting
3: stat, though, Buzz. We were four for ten with runners in scoring position, so the Sox, when they had the chance to strike, actually were striking. Um You'd like to see a little bit more here, but not really terrible. as far as uh, you know, an average there—it's four hundred um, right. with so runners in scoring good? position. That's that's actually Atlanta's? pretty decent.
0: What was Atlanta's? Uh,
3: six it's for seventeen. Um, yeah, obviously,
0: the lays at ten to about where they were at. Yeah, and, and
3: it, if it wasn't for the Castillo bomb, that number obviously would be a little bit different. Right. But, um, the Sox did manage to put up seven runs in the ball game. That should be enough to win. I I, want to go back to something that Andrew said, you know, Larry Garcia out in the field, you know, he did go and make up for it, but if you don't let that ball go underneath your glove, there's two more runs. I mean, there were just mental mistakes that were made during this game, um, that, you know, let innings continue. And if you want to go back to the, uh, the pitch, I believe that that caused Ricky Renteria to get tossed from this game, um, a blown call by the home plate umpire uh and i know i know arguing balls and strikes that's you know your ticket to getting tossed but man you get that strike call right there this might be a different ball game
2: yeah that pitch really did change the course of the game no doubt about that um inexcusable honestly you know i wish that ricky got into him even a, a little bit more but you know Either way, that really did change the course of this ball game. Really did take a lot of wind out of the sails, no doubt.
3: Yeah, I, I just I look back at some of these things. It could have been a little bit different. Obviously, two errors on the night, giving up ten runs on thirteen hits. Um, there were just some things that uh, the Sox could have done a lot better here. Um, I think we all know that, but that's what you're going to get when you're playing a team that's 82 and 54 and in, in the Braves and you know it's I'm, I'm looking at this box score here and it's just incredible to see the amount of pitchers that we had to use because we couldn't get a good start out of Nova and you know you start to do that and, and have to throw pinch hitters out there all the time and the pinch hitters are basically those DH guys I mean obviously uh Castillo was was good enough to get the job done there but um once you start having to go to that in a National League style ball game you know, you're kind of behind the eight ball there at that point in time. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but um, you know, a little bit of a disadvantage from the White Sox coming into this, even though people were looking at the lineup today and making all these comments about, oh wow, this lineup looks great. I can't complain about this lineup. Well, the reason you can't complain about the lineup is the fact that there's no DH in it. You know, that, that's that's the reason why you can't complain about the lineup is because you don't have a waste of space in the DH spot. So you know this—it's funny that the White Sox lineup looks better in a National League ball game than it does in you know the actual league that they play in. But you you still have to go to the, some of those guys when you're when your pitcher in the NL in the, in the NL play can't go more than four innings. You know it's just that's what happens.
1: Yeah. um, Tony, one thing about that. I mean, I think everybody here has seen the uh, MLB random stats thing. Uh, Andrew had referenced the numbers earlier, um, how the Mets pitchers had hit better than the White Sox DH collectively uh, throughout the season. Yeah. so that, that just, you know, justifies your point that you were just making there. And you're talking about some of these pinch hitters. Sure, Beef had the uh, the home run uh, as a pinch hitter. But you look at like the Braves, I'm just jealous of how stacked we are. And I think we had messaged or texted a little bit about it, Tony, um, about how we're just, you know, jealous about how, you know, well put together this team is. Hell, even a guy that comes off their bench to pinch hit in a clutch situation, uh, yeah. very opportunistic, if I must say so myself. Uh, Hecavaria. Uh, He comes in, and that was after the bummer, uh, you know, getting uh, squeezed, and then Ricky tossed. Um, Marshall comes in, and uh, Hecavari is the first guy he faces. Two RBI single, Uh, and that, that, you know, pretty much put it completely out of reach there. Um, Because that was, we talk about, uh, you know, game-winning hits. That technically was a game-winning hit, because that put them up 8-5 at the time, and the White Sox ended up scoring two in the top of the ninth uh, to make it 10-7, the score at that time. but that eighth run was driven in by heck so a bench player pinch hitter coming in opportunistically for the braves um just it's not like one of their big boppers not a donaldson not a freeman not a cunha not albies just someone off the bench uh frustrating guys
3: yeah absolutely johnny i i, I agree I'm, you said it very well there it's you know, this is the difference between a team that uh, is a couple of years ahead. You know, they went through their five years of building their house, and you know, their house is built, and ours is still half done. You know, unfortunately, that's the case there, Johnny.
0: That's depressing when you say it like that. That just makes me sad. <laughs> and now I'm crashing, man. See, I was all hyped and ready. And now I'm now I'm
1: crashing. It usually happens when you talk about the White Sox.
0: Yeah, I know. I just I, I do it every night. <laughs> talk about them every night. I see you guys, and I'm all excited. I'm like, hey, my friends. And then we start talking about something depressing. I'm like, guys, I'm going to go lie down in the shower and throw a toaster in there. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know if you all have anything. Actually, one more thing before we move on to tomorrow's game. Um, if I bring this up real quick. John Jay is no longer in the White Sox lineup due to hip surgery, so they brought Ryan Cordell back up today. Uh, do you think? And then I guess from what I've read that John Jay was never fully healthy when he came to us, so I'm just I'm just, con, I'm just cons, like confused on why he even got the the opportunity. I mean, do you guys have anything on that? Like, or if you've seen anything?
1: Yeah, honestly, when he first came up, it did not look like, you know, it looked like he kind of had that in the back in the past because he was hitting very well for those first, I think it was three weeks uh, when he was back up. And we were kind of thinking, like, hey, you know, like, sure, this sucks with, you know, he just reminds you of Machado every time you see him, kind of how it was with DeAndre Alonso. We were like, hey, at least this guy's getting on base fairly regularly. I can remember some games, um, you know, in the middle of uh, July uh, where he was the only one doing anything uh on a given night offensively and then uh obviously that it says a lot about off. the Sox
0: in
3: july yeah, yeah.
1: It, exactly <laughs> but he, but it tapered off then and obviously uh he was out of the lineup buzz when i picked him the other night i said you remember what i said this may be the last time i picked john jay and yeah. first of all i wasn't even lineup up that night so he wasn't even an option to you know but obviously we didn't have the lineup in front of us before uh, as we were doing it the night before that whatever the uh game that we were talking about was um but that was yeah that's going to be the last time uh, that john jay was mentioned as pick to click so i just wanted to bring that up you know yeah.
0: it's, it's crazy to me that how all of that went down with him there's i mean there's just a few reports out there just saying he was never fully healthy and then as i was scrolling through the twitter verse ozzie guillen was just asked about it on the you know the white Sox post game show that he appears on and he um they said that we had lost John Jay for the season, and Ozzy um, kind of laughed and asked, I didn't know he even started.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Rip. he's watching these games really closely, I guess, huh? Yeah, um, I, rip. I think he just –
0: uh, I think Ozzy threw a shot there. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think it was. But, yeah, well, it, fantastic. He was
2: <laughs> a nice little shot in the arm at the time, which, you know – as you did say Tony it's you know sad that it got to that point but if we're being honest if you just watch him run out there it never really did look like he was all that healthy and just the way he would just swing just kind of throw his hands at the bat I mean that's just the way he hits but you know not really putting his full weight into it but then also for a a guy that's been known to have some sort of wheels for his career and I, I mean you know At first, I thought maybe it was just due to the fact that he's old. He's, what, like 34, 35? But now it's all making sense that, yeah, he just just really didn't have a hip to work with and was out there running like an old man, which, you know, I mean, if anything, I'll give him props for, you know, coming out here to try to play in a season that, quite frankly, really doesn't matter for wins and losses. Um, But, you know... Either way, you do wish it was someone else. And I wish right now that it was someone else other than Ryan Cordell.
3: Well, we'll get into that in just a second there, Andrew. Um, uh, you brought up a good point. When he when he got thrown out on the ball the other night where uh, it was a, a bobble at shortstop and he didn't hustle down the line and, and still got tossed, it, it was just <laughs> – that right there told me that this guy either A, wasn't in it, Mentally enough, or B, there was a physical limitation because there's like I I, I felt like Wellington Castillo, Usain Bolt as uh, yeah. Bill Walton uh-uh. likes to call him, uh, would have probably beaten that play out, and yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? But I I kind of felt like him appearing in Chicago was a safe face move by the White Sox organization because. You know he comes he comes back from this injury just right before Yonder Alonso gets DFA'd. So tinfoil hat theory: you bring him in and you start giving him these starts just to kind of save face on the Alonso side, because you know that you're you've you've predetermined that you're going to DFA Yonder Alonso a few days before you actually DFA him. You know that had to have been something that they talked about, and bringing John Jay in and giving him the starts. Well, now it's not, oh, well, we didn't bring both of these guys in to try and sign Manny Machado. It's it's all optics. You know, we got to ride with John Jay now because, you know, he was also an, uh, an acquisition for baseball purposes rather than just trying to get Manny Machado here. So I felt like some of that was kind of fake. And then, you know, he did get some hits, like Johnny said, and things were okay for a while. But... <laughs> At the same point in time, what purpose did this guy ever serve on this roster post All Star break? He didn't. Because at that point, you've already screwed the season up. Not that you were ever really in striking distance after, what, June. So, what purpose does he have getting at bats here outside of just to save face with his agent and other agents out there to say, when we make a free agent signing, you know, we want these guys to play for the team? You could have cut ties with him way earlier um, than you did. You know, don't tell me that you can't cut ties with an injured player. They did it with Nicky Delmonico. So, I'm calling bullshit on the whole thing. This was a safe face move, and now that he's, you know, completely done for the year, you know, you don't have to deal with it anymore. But you, let's get into the Dan, like the uh, the Daniel Palka who could have been up here or even Luis Robert who could have been up here as a call up. At this point in time, when John Jay goes down, you have an open outfield spot. You know, Adam Engel's already on this roster. There were other options down there besides Ryan Cordell. But let's talk about that. I'll go to Buzz first.
0: Oh, it's absolutely stupid. I don't know. I get into an a hour-long, you know, all-day-long conversation about it. It's stupid. It's, it, it makes no sense to me whatsoever to not give other guys opportunities in at-bats, and I don't really feel like beating a dead horse. It's completely asinine that they called up Ryan Cordell again and didn't give Polka, or Luis Robert or Mendick or somebody a chance. It, it's stupid. So um, that's all I have to say about that. It's, it's stupid.
3: Johnny? Yeah.
1: Andrew, whoever wants to take it. <laughs> a big stupid doo-doo head. <laughs> That's what, that's what kind of move it was, Buzz. That's all I could think of, the Family Guy clip, as you yep. um <laughs> I got so yeah. mad, I
0: dropped a Duke nuke during that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I Man, Buzz, I think you nailed it. Uh, why not any of these other guys? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess the the reasoning, though, Tony, is the Charlotte Knights are going on a potential playoff. Right here. So they need, they need all the reinforcements that they can down at the AAA level. So uh, there you go. In there lies your answer. Andrew? Yeah, I mean,
2: all great points. R- really, you know, the only thing that you can say about Ryan Cordell is, you know, he's quick and he can kind of cover some space in the outfield, uh, particularly... In center field, but you know, we have Engel doing pretty much the same thing he's doing, and you know, we also have Larry Garcia, so really no need for him. It's just kind of redundant, I would say. Um, You know, yeah, just really give someone else a shot. That's really all it is at this point. We know exactly who he is, he's not going to surprise us, he's not going to surprise anybody. Um, I mean, it's just time to move on from some of these guys. I feel the same way about Yomer Sanchez. So, you know, he got on base a few times tonight. I think he reached on a fielder's choice or something like that, brought in a run. He, he even scored a few runs, but just, you know, he's just not producing. We know exactly who he is. He's going to give you just a below average OPS, not hit the ball hard worth a damn. Um, And, you know, even the fielding you talk about, his fielding really wasn't even that great either. Um, This is just something nitpicky from me. On that play where, who was it going to second? I think it was Freddie Freeman tried to turn a single into a double. Play was initially called out. Um, Very good relay throw by, I think, Larry Garcia. And a big difference maker in that play being overturned and that being safe at second as opposed to being an out is whenever Sanchez was catching the relay throw he turned his shoulder the wrong way to throw so he a had less power on his throw and b it took slightly longer and you know i think if he makes if he makes that relay you know the fundamental way that you learn in third or fourth grade i think he's out and you know that could be another factor that really could have played into how this game ended up yeah that's a that's a good point um we all know that the white
3: Sox uh have done some uh little league bullshit throughout the course of this year um i like to call it out i coach some little league baseball and i see this type of stuff all the time um
2: Don't even get me started on the rundown.
3: Well, I'm going to go there next. The rundown was terrible. Yes. The rundown was absolutely terrible. And and you brought, you, you led me right into this and we didn't talk about it when we were talking about the game, but uh, number one, how do you not have awareness during a rundown that you have a runner on third base? Just, I would have rather them ran him back to first base and just ended the play there. Then risk injury to Jose Abreu or give up another run. It was, they talked about it on the broadcast. Tim Anderson should have ran him all the way back to first, tried to tag him out. Tim Anderson's fast. Tim Anderson can bust down the line faster than Josh Donaldson. There's no reason why he can't. Um, why delay the inevitable? You know, and then there's nobody covering second base this is that that's little League bullshit right there you know it, it just do they not practice this
0: no they probably
3: don't probably not
2: since spring training <laughs> honestly if that
0: yeah that's that, that was that was dumb as hell man i i don't know that see now i'm getting upset now i'm getting more <laughs> irritated yeah i'm getting i am i'm starting to get pissed off now because we have another mountain dew a, it's a goddamn joyous occasion <laughs> And they are so damn selfish and stuck in their ways that they just cause us pain. And I'm tired of being in pain. There, right, I threw something. Well, <laughs> if
3: you don't want to be in pain, I advise you to go check out Char Knights Weekly, where you can where you can hear about the Charlotte Knights on their playoff push. And they lost again tonight, so. Who the hell knows if they're even going to make it in. But you
1: know. we, We've we already been driven. Uh, it's been driven into us that uh, that's the most important thing going on in the White Sox organization right now, guys. So I think we need to focus full attention on that. Um, all the fan base should.
0: What if they start sucking now? Are we going to put as much attention in the Char Knights Weekly and Sox on tap with two sucking teams instead of just one?
3: That, that, for their playoff lives right now, man. I mean six yeah. losses in a row for Charlotte. Not not great, Bob. No, not great not Bob. Not great Bob at all. Um can we can we try and get to something positive here? I mean it is episode one hundred. Um, that's a lot of episodes. Oh, it is a lot of episodes. It's a lot it of is. episodes. It's a lot of episodes. Buzz, what was your favorite socks on tap moment in the first hundred episodes? Oh,
0: hundred um, percent. third Sunday fun day. Um, I laughed my ass off for probably a good 20 minutes during the podcast and I got to drop the Duke nuke and then I was so wasted. I said it was the third annual, um, listen back to listening back on it. I was like, this is the third, <laughs> this is the third annual socks on tap. And he goes third annual. And I was like, what? <laughs> I just did dead nowhere else. That was, that was probably my favorite, my favorite socks on tap moment. So that was last Sunday. That was just so, so fun.
1: You know, that was a good time, Johnny. Uh, a lot of good moments um, to bring up a couple that come to mind. Obviously, the one where we were all together in your garage, Tony, uh, that was the first Ross Detweiler day. And, uh, you know, we brought him a win since we were all together. We know how that works. Uh, it's karma. And um, th- that night, though, that was just a bunch of fun uh, hanging out in your garage, watching the game, getting all amped up with all the boys. We had all of us for there. Uh, Patrick Comiskey came by um so i I mean we had the full crew that night just did a round table didn't even have to use individual mics just threw the one right on the table set it in you know surround group recording mode and we just fired away on it and uh that was just from a fun night standpoint that and then also the uh um i mean that third sunday funday all the sunday fundays been fun Uh, i wish we could have had uh akins on them a little bit but uh, you know, he's busy. He's got stuff going on, but, uh, yeah, a lot of great moments, but I'm going to, I'll choose a different one than buzzes. Cause that one was hilarious. That third Sunday fun day, but uh, I'll go with the one where we were all together. Uh, we, good times. Good we times. have
0: to go look at that one back. I want to go listen to that episode back because Tony, Tony had a couple, uh, Budweisers in him <laughs> and when Tony has a couple Budweisers in Budweiser's he go, he goes, let me ask you this. Let me me ask you this. He's always all
1: philosophical.
0: Yeah. God. Let me ask you this real quick. I'm like Tony. I didn't even finish the first goddamn thought you asked me to to talk about.
3: I like my Budweiser.
0: Lay off. It's great tasting and more filling. It's definitely more (laughs) filling. I'm not afraid of the
2: calories not a
0: kinsler you got a favorite moment brother
2: oh of course well so i'm gonna echo johnny for when we hung out in uh what was that that was tony's garage so that was a great time as well uh it was good having all the guys together i think that was the first time i'd actually met buzz in person um and that was just a really good time um always gotta you know Always got to be able to remember the the buzz zapper. I think that went off about a hundred times. That that like episode, got oh, yeah. got him, got him, got him. Got him. <laughs> yeah. So that was great. And then another one I would say just over a whole weekend. So I think it was Labor Day weekend. Um, Memorial Day, just... Memorial Day weekend.
3: God, it is oh, Labor Day
2: weekend now. This is Labor Day weekend, by the way. Too many day day. Yeah, I would say so. Memorial Day. Let me ask you
3: this. What weekend is it?
2: (laughs) Labor Day weekend. Trust me. I know because I have Monday off, thankfully. Um, So, yeah, Memorial Day, getting ahead of myself there. Um, It was pretty much me and Tony that whole weekend. Uh, You know, everyone else had some stuff going on. So we were able to do, like, three or four of those in a row. And those were some of my first socks on taps and just a great time to, you know, be able to have that as part of my daily schedule. So I definitely missed that point in time. Um, but yeah, I think it was fun. Cause you know, we were able to like build some chemistry. I think one night we randomly just like stayed on the line three hours after the word, just talking about random bullshit. Uh, so that was fun for sure. Oh, yeah.
3: I remember that. I definitely remember that. Yeah, Good times. Good times. What about you tone? Oh, you know, my garage was fun that that night did me
0: in um <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that night definitely did me in um yeah, we all saw each other the next day uh oh, yeah yeah for uh, i think that was barstool at the park uh buzz that was the, the first day i ever got to meet uh meet your family um so that that was good that was good times i was severely hungover um but uh i think uh the it, it was the cubs sox series at Wrigley when Eloy hit the home run. I think Johnny, Andrew and I did the, the postgame show. And um I think that was the first appearance of of Tony Twista.
2: Oh yeah. yes, it was. And, uh, he came you know, out I've, of nowhere. He just
3: came out of nowhere and and you know, I, I have to I have to give Andrew credit for finding Tony Twista um, out there somewhere in the in the in the New Jersey boardwalk area one night and, and bringing him to socks on Tap. So um, a lot of credit for Andrew there. And then, uh, Buzz, you mentioned it. I think one of my my, my favorite conversations was when we had, um, on Sunday Funday, the the latest one, uh, about giving you a, a child leash. <laughs> oh,
0: I got yes. tweeted about that by, like,
3: people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, But then –
3: I have to say my all-time favorite moment though is when all of us got to a game together and uh we walked out and um you guys all hugged and I got the picture of it cuz that that's yeah. just one of my favorite pictures. Uh both Johnny and Andrew gave Buzz a hug and he was the middle of the the sandwich there and it's just it's just such a great picture. I think we should use it for this episode. Um Oh no! <laughs> a lot of bread going
2: on in that sandwich, yes. unfortunately. That's like, a, <laughs> that's not a good bread to meat ratio there. But,
3: but no, guys. I mean, just great times all around. Um, we've had some great tailgates. We've had a, a lot of good times at the ballpark. I mean, Kinsler, you've won a, a freaking uh, split the pot this year when we were all together. Um, we had the uh, the tailgate with with everybody from On Tap, um, and. Uh, a lot of random crap went on that night. Um, buzz your birthday at the ballpark. I mean, there's just a ton of stuff uh, that we got to do together this year. And uh, 100 episodes. Wow, I mean, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of podcasting. And uh, yeah, here's to 100 sure. more.
1: Absolutely, guys. Um, Been a great ride. I have a few honorable mentions in here now that we were talking about some different moments. Uh, Buzz's rant about Cubs fans in the uh, second Sox Cubs series when it was at the rate because I was at that second game. So Tony and Buzz took that second show and Buzz just went off about the Cubs fans. Um, That was the last one before the All-Star break. Oh, that's Uh, when I started to hate them. Yes, yeah. Because you yes, okay. before you were indifferent, and then we're glad that you are now on the Cubs hate train. So it was that, that was a good one. It was only a matter of time, Buzz. I'm glad that you were on it, and it only took up until the All Star break. So I
0: felt like but, I was baptized. You know? Yeah, you
1: were, you were. You were baptized as a south sider, true south sider. Um, and then other than that, uh, just a side note: when you guys were talking about Tony Twista, uh, Tony Twista actually got out to Lot B for a game, and that was great. I got the tailgate with him. Um, and you know it was hilarious, and it kind of ties in to what the team that we played tonight, the game that you're talking about. Tony Twista, we need to get him a home run chain, a Sox home run chain because he wears right now an Ozzy Albies replica chain. The one that Ozzy Elbey's wears with the little uh, palm tree oh. on it. If you ever if you see the live stream where he did his live weather report from yeah. the live, he wears an Ozzy Elby's gold chain replica. We got to convert know, that guy. Uh, yeah, so we got to convert him. Um that'll be next on the uh, Sox on tap agenda, but um I mean, great times overall. Uh, I just thought of those points after we brought up a few more. I uh, figured we'd be uh, regretting it if we didn't air out all the honorable mentions. What there. about
3: what about Tony Twista coming out and just absolutely calling that the White Sox would get game two
1: of the Houston series in? I think that's an honorable mention as well there, Johnny. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he called it perfectly. It, it was the exact window of when it would start, the little bit of delay in between that first and second game that pushed that second game back to about eight o'clock, I believe uh, for that start time. Um, And and then we went and saw Ivan Nova complete game uh, against those Houston Astros. So um, yeah, Tony Twista coming in clutch for socks on tap. We're going to have to get him back on here. One of these days, he's a hard
0: man to track down.
2: Yeah. You just got to go down to the boardwalk. And I mean, like, I don't think he has a phone. You just got to go up to him and, you know, usually look for his whereabouts. Of Budweiser you know a bucket of Budweiser in the middle of the boardwalk
0: and then you just ever so lightly drip some on the ground and usually his scent will find it and he'll show up eventually (laughs) so I mean that's how you you find him you know we're going to make a video of you doing that now right what we're going to make a video of you doing that I'm going to pour some Budweiser on the ground and Tony Twist is going to come showing up oh Jesus where the fuck is a boardwalk around here
2: uh, we're, Navy gonna have, Pier. To- we're gonna have to, Navy yeah. to Jersey. you gonna have to fly to Jersey
3: man I mean Navy Piers probably the closest thing to it but guys I mean socks on tap this has been so fun I, I you know I hate to get all sentimental but just talking socks with you guys every single night has been absolutely phenomenal and I, I hope that everybody who tunes into this show day in and day out enjoys it as much as we enjoy recording it for everybody.
1: Yeah, and I, one thing, you know, we like to open it up to feedback and, uh, you know, interact with our listeners. If you have a favorite moment, uh, it, whether it was one that we talked about or one that we didn't, if you remember something specifically that you really liked or thought was hilarious or um, compelling uh, about the team itself, whatever uh, whatever it may be, just tweet it at us. Uh, let us know. Or you can leave it in a review on iTunes. Um, you, you can comment on a uh, WordPress post that is on the OnTap Sportsnet website. We, we'd like to hear. Um, because we want to make the show better, uh, always trying to going forward. So uh, we'd like to hear what the listeners' input is for favorite moment of socks on tap through a hundred episodes. We lost Buzz. I, I think, think the he the like spider. A spider just defeated Buzz. He just skedaddled from the microphone.
3: <laughs> so oh. Buzz is gone. Uh, with that said, um, this might be somebody's favorite moment. Buzz is apparently afraid of spiders. Um, he's completely gone from the microphone right now um but johnny you brought up a good point uh you
0: guys see that thing what was it fucking spider dude
1: no i, didn't. <laughs> we I didn't even see it but i called it
0: oh i don't mess around with spiders man i don't know where that thing went
1: yeah clearly yeah no ahead, i don't
0: though. sorry about that just edit that out
3: no no we, we it's good 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 stuff there
0: no it's not i'm kind of scared now
3: well. is that the spider on your neck
0: Shut up, dude. Are you for real, <laughs> don't do don't do shit like that. I don't, I don't mess no, there with was spiders. Something
3: you like leaned over.
0: I don't mess with spiders and I don't mess with snakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Go, let's go on. Let's go on. Where we're, even wor- were? Worried. Oh. We're worried about don't your safety. I'm worried about my safety a little bit too. I mean, I know I haven't got bit yet. I, you know what I'm saying? You just go like that. And no webs come out of my wrists.
1: So I think I'm good. Tony you, you you were talking before yeah that I, I don't oh, remember it. where I was at Oh, something about like overall feedback
3: oh yeah uh, yeah go ahead and, uh, and and give us a, a review over on uh, iTunes Apple podcasts all that stuff um, and like Johnny said we, we love the feedback we love interacting with everybody there's been a lot of a lot of people who have interacted with us I think this is the appropriate time to shout them out um, Jordan Miller uh, shy sox Hayes uh he's he's been awesome my shy socks uh whatever he goes by at this point in time white Sox sale uh who am i forgetting johnny buzz anybody
1: um danny shout out to danny times two uh on instagram he's not a twitter guy but he did uh message me on instagram and said that he appreciated the show so uh danny times two on instagram
0: yeah aloha mr hand yes p yep. hand absolutely yeah, he's been you know he's been real cool during this whole
1: process. You know, unprotected was, socks.
0: Unprotected yeah, unprotected, yeah, socks. Um, oh, um, future Mankata. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, him yeah, as he's well. A, he's
0: another one, you know. So I mean, just a lot, a lot of the guys in White Sox Twitter have been super, um, you know, cool and supportive and, you know, digging what we do and interacting with us. And that's all we wanted, you know, in the get go. And it's been it's been great. I mean, I know like their game recaps or whatever, but I mean, a lot of time gets put into it and we, I I thoroughly enjoy doing it. I I love recording socks on tap. I love watching the games and having a good group of dudes to watch the games with and, you know, BS about them.
3: Yeah. And if you've got suggestions for us or stuff that you want to hear or, you know, ideas, whatever, uh, feel free to hit us in the DMS, put it on Twitter or whatever. Reach out to one of us individually. Uh, we've had some guests on this show, too. Uh, you you mentioned Unprotected socks, NWI Steve, he's another one that we had on here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we love bringing some guests on. And, we had uh, uh,
1: White Sox Dave on a post-game Periscope. That yep. wasn't an actual show, but we did a Periscope with White Sox Dave, talking yeah. a lot about the future.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, there will be more guests on here. Um, we loved all the feedback that we got from from Sunday Funday, the first one that we did. Um, and just, just a lot of... A lot of good times that we've had on this podcast, guys.
0: Oh, absolutely, man! I mean, right. you know what? You know what? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Honorable mention, right? Real quick. This is this is where cool and tough was pegged right here.
3: Oh
2: yeah, oh, on yeah.
0: tap, and we didn't even say that. Oh man, it made me a little meatball takes, meatball takes, oh,
2: yeah. spicy meatball takes. Yep, we love well, after, meatball takes. After a hundred like...
0: episodes, it's kind of crazy. You forget about all the fun, the some of the fun things that you've done. You know, it been. Yeah, those are two of my favorite things too. Uh the cool and tough and meatball takes.
1: Yeah, I'd started I like before, but that's so white socks has definitely been branded in here. Uh oh yeah. It, bullpen A squad, show. bullpen B cool. squad. Yeah. You know, we've done we've we've come up with a lot of terms.
3: Um I, I like to always go with recipe for success. You know, the recipe for the meatball. Um was born here. Um Yeah, you know, just a lot of a lot of different things that we've we've done on Socks on Tap. And guys it's not stopping. I hope to be doing some, some socks on taps after these playoff games
2: that we uh, will eventually be in. You mean the Charlotte Knights playoff games or what? That's exactly what he's talking about.
3: <laughs> I
2: mean, in the f- have yeah, you not I listened you... <laughs> to Char Knights Weekly? Oh, no, trust <laughs> me, I know.
0: All right, boys. Well, with that being said, you guys want to get into tomorrow's game?
2: Well, let's do it. Yeah, let's All do it. Right.
0: So it will be Raylo Ronaldo Lopez going up against Dallas Keuchel. Raylo is 8-11 with a 5.08 ERA. He has 138 strikeouts and 152 and one-third innings pitched going up against Dallas Keuchel. 5-5, 3-7-8 ERA, 78 and two-thirds innings pitched, and he has 67 strikeouts. So, uh, you know, Dallas Keuchel, obviously a former Cy Young Award winner, was rumored, not rumored heavily to come to the Sox, but a lot of Sox fans were clamoring for him at one point. You know, um, obviously that did not happen. But, uh, yeah, so those are your probables tomorrow, boys.
1: Hey, Ray- Raylo looked good. I mean, he was throwing no hitter uh, his last time out before, uh, you know, the flu-like symptoms set in. Uh, I think, you know, Buzz will further elaborate Johnny, on what happened. At-
0: if you're going to say it, you need to say it right.
1: Oh, I'm saving it for you. I was setting you up. It was the
0: Duke nuke game.
1: <laughs> yes, there it is. That's what I was looking for, Buzz. Uh, <laughs> but re- realistically, though, he did throw well in those five innings that uh, he went on Sunday afternoon. So, um, Is throwing a what- no-hitter with
3: you know, the possibility of having a Duke nuke in your pants cool and tough?
2: <laughs> yes. I-, I would say that's about twice as impressive, no doubt about it. <clears throat> I just, so, I mean, that's really going to be the big challenge for him tomorrow, is not these good young hitters, is how hot it's going to be in Georgia. I mean, <laughs> he's got to be drinking water all day, or else it's going to be she squirts 2.0. So, we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> and especially because he doesn't have the dark pants to protect him like he did last game. That's going to come right on through. So, Halo, if you're listening, we know you are uh prepare accordingly
0: it's like a little goddamn stream with the hershey squirts instead of a little nug coming out it's a little stream oh
2: my gosh
0: a little little, it it, it,
2: it probably wasn't a little if it kept him out of the game we'll put it that way (laughs) but um so i mean that's the big key to tomorrow's game i would say it's the big key in tomorrow's game other than that um i mean how do we match up against dallas keichel so gonna be the second straight lefty that we're gonna be facing here um you know he's been around in the league quite a bit um our guys have seen him when he was on the astros quite a little bit um so you know i'm gonna get into the picks to click.
1: Who are these picks to click brought to us by? Picks to click on Socks on Tap are brought to you by Second City Picks. Second City Picks is super easy and simple. You go to secondcitypicks.com, make your selections for their featured game of the day, uh, whatever it may be uh, total combined score, uh, final score prediction, or White Sox runs prediction. Um, over on your shits. <laughs> hey, if Second City Picks throws that up, you got to go and make that prediction because. Hammer the over. If you do and you get it right, you win a free gift card to a Chicagoland food establishment. It's super easy. Like I just mentioned, SecondCityPicks.com. You can follow them on Twitter at SecondCityPicks, where they will post their picks. Or you can just go to the website every day, uh, make those picks, and then enter your email. They'll send you a receipt so you remember what you picked. And then when you win, they will send you another email with your gift card. It's that simple, guys. Picks to click. Andrew, fire away.
2: I'm going to go with the McCann Man. So... A little quiet tonight, went 0 for 2, even though he got on base a few times. Um, You know, he does match up well against Keichel in nine at-bats. He's hitting 444 against him with a home run and four RBIs. Um, So I'm going to look for him to, you know, try to continue to use that opposite field as I've preached about with him uh, time and time again. That's a strength. That's when he's at his best, when he's not trying to do too much with the ball um and it produces his overall best results i would say so i'm calling an oppo bomb from james mccann not just him being my pick to click uh so that's what i'm going with who do you guys have
3: i've got imodium for tomorrow's pick to click imodium the anti-diarrheal medicine the good news is that even if you suffer from acute diarrhea there may be things you can do to help manage it like taking imodium AD. <laughs> Everyone has diarrhea from time to time. Some people suffer more frequently. To be prepared for diarrhea when it strikes, always keep Imodium handy. No free
2: ads,
0: though. Uh-oh. You um, do have a diarrhea fucking
2: I mean, <laughs>
0: a little. Like, toilet humor is cool and tough.
2: <laughs> if, if, if it's the reason why Raylo's able to stay in for you know maybe seven or eight innings as opposed to the five uh, from last game, then you know what? Yeah, maybe maybe that will be the pick to click. Tony, honestly, uh, you know, coming out as a little bit of a dark horse, but you know, not really. I I, I respect it. I, I respect the I pick. Need we, need, analy- we need the nerds get some
1: We need the nerds get some analytics yeah. on the podium. Uh, see how well it really performs.
2: Is it a PED like? is it a, a banned substance by the MLB? I mean, oh. I know a lot of players had some issues with that on uh, some other kind of, you know, pills they were taking. Um, <laughs> seeing as, I think it was gas station pills. Yes. Uh, yeah, we gas don't have to get into that, that enhancement
1: pills. <laughs> yeah,
2: so, yeah, so we don't need to dive too deeply into that one. But, um, yeah, I would say Raylo, if you are listening, just make sure to, you know, read the labels um, and... Yeah,
1: we don't need you suspended to start next season off, do we? No. All right, my pick to click. Uh, I'm going to go with, since he thankfully did not break his leg in that shit show of a rundown, uh, Jose Abreu. Um, he is does well against Keuchel, 381 uh, average against him and 21 at-bats, two home runs, three ribbies. Uh, let's continue that. Um, you know, Jose Abreu has been on a nice stretch as of late over these past couple of weeks. Uh, keep that rolling, and let's see some long balls early. Uh, there's one thing that I was going to bring up about this game. I'm you know, uh, sure we did score those two runs uh, kind of too little too late in the ninth inning. But I talk about being opportunistic all the time. Um, In the eighth inning, we go down one, two, three, super easy. And that was the heart of the order up, abreu mancada Eloy. So uh, imagine if those guys do a little bit of damage, uh, that game could have been a little bit different. So I am looking for Jose Abreu to turn it around and uh, hopefully just pull a bomb. Uh, that's what I want to see and get us an early lead, uh, give Low that run, run support and give the team a little bit of morale because, um, you know, swept by the twins, lost one tonight, and you start to get down on yourself. So uh, Jose Abreu, team leader to lead it back to the promised land.
0: I'm gonna go uh, TA seven. He had a rough game, uh, going over and striking out three times, I believe it was. Um, I'm gonna go TA tomorrow. It's not it's not easy to keep him down. He's been good all season long. I'm I'm predicting multi hit performance out of Tim Anderson tomorrow. So TA seven is my pick to click. Do I
3: do I get another pick or am I no sticky? no? no you took the diarrhea
0: money. medicine.
1: <laughs> That's it. Oh, Finalistic.
3: Boy. Oh boy. All right. Hopefully oh. it's on the
1: lineup card tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it handy. Do you have to do a double switch since it's the National League? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You'd have to look in the rule book for oh, that. Oh, oh.
2: Reading's hard. I don't want to do that right now. But my ribs hurt right now, man.
0: Would feel you like I I feel like I just worked out, you know. You you really liked that, didn't you? I don't know. The toilet humor just gets me out of it. it just, it's fucking, you know, just really funny. Because you're a child. Yeah, I know. I need know. a leash. That's why we need a child leash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all ties back into each other.
3: Yeah. Guys, do we, do we have anything else? I mean, we, uh, think, yeah, we could probably do toilet humor hour for like another 30 minutes, but uh, I think... We uh, do that off air. Yep. Yeah, we can do that <laughs> off air. Um, can, we, can we get... A series win out of here i think that's the last thing
1: giolito is going sunday so i mean tomorrow obviously the determinant um i do like to, sunday that i mean i feel confident whenever giolito takes them mound. so um yeah it is possible do i think it'll happen probably not just because this braids lineup is so loaded i don't see
0: a series win here um i'm hoping that like johnny just said on Sunday, they give Giolito some run support, but if we do take a win, I do believe it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be Saturday's game with uh, Ronaldo behind the plate.
2: Behind the yeah, or
0: behind on the mound. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, late. Yeah, yeah, it's Um, it's late.
2: I mean, it would be great to see it. I think it would have obviously helped the case if uh, we would have been able to get this one tonight. Uh, We just weren't even close. Especially the points mentioned that. We kind of did waste the bullpen for, you know, how not close this game turned out to be. It's going to be a tough task. It'd be really nice to build some momentum because, you know, now's the time you really start to build some momentum for next season. As Jose Abreu said, season starts in September for uh, 2020. So still August. (laughs) We're, We're getting there. We're getting there, though. So all I'm saying is, you know, Now's the time to start building a little bit of momentum. Now's the time to start letting, especially some of these teams towards the top, know that, you know, not to take us lightly moving forward. Yeah,
3: I I I, I agree with what you're uh what you're saying there, Andrew. Um Sox have done some weird things against some of these top teams. We saw it against the Astros, we've seen it against the Twins. Before, uh, Obviously not the last series. I'm still a little bitter about that, but um, I, I do think that the Sox do have a good chance with uh, Raylo and Gilito on the mound. Um, Keuchel, not the greatest record so far. And then uh, Mr. Julio Tahirin, uh, also not the greatest, but both of those guys uh, veterans, they know what they're doing out there on the mound and they do have a lineup behind them, as Johnny mentioned, that can put up some, some run support for those guys. Uh, But if we're going to come in here and uh, get two victories, uh, these are the two guys that I, I would expect to give us the best chance to do so outside of Nova, who obviously did not do it tonight. Uh, Is it possible? Yes. Uh, No, I think we're going to go with, uh, with uh, one and two out of here. Uh, We'll get a win in one of these games, but not sure which one's going to come in. Um, Hey, let's, let's get the win tomorrow and uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday. But, uh, Guys, it was great to have the full crew for tonight, Um, for episode 100. I don't really have anything else. I'll turn it over to you guys to uh, close it out.
0: Oh, absolutely. Before we take off, everybody, I love you all to making it to episode 100. It's been awesome. I cannot wait to keep going with this. And more importantly, be sure to go to OnTapSportsNet.com for all our Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. That's OnTapSportsNet.com.
2: Now I'm done. Yeah, I mean, it's been great doing these with you guys. Uh, I've gone on a little bit of a hiatus from these, but it was great to do this tonight. Definitely looking forward to doing these whenever I can. And, um, you know, always just a great way to end out the day for a night game or, you know, whenever we record after a day game to start the evening off on the right note. Um, So, yeah, it's been great. And, I do love being able to bring these thoughts that, you know, I would be sharing with you guys anyways. Just like at, at the ballpark here um, to whoever else is listening out there. So that's all I have other than white socks forever, socks on tap forever. Shades of Bill Walton.
1: I love it. Uh, I just want to say socks on tap has helped my mental health greatly because if I kept these thoughts bottled up, um, I would have already gone off the deep end by now. That is it. Uh, like Andrew had said, White Sox forever. Sox on tap forever. Yeah, guys, uh, that's
3: that's absolutely perfect. I'll uh, I'll echo that. White Sox forever.
0: Sox on tap.